to the nerky then i take a nap welcome to the nerky welcome to the nerky whatever chris well, decided to pull before that let's go you know what hey again they will take our nerky and like it they will take the nerky and like it you guys will take they, every, all the nerky take all of this nerky and be happy about it take all of them take all of them all nerky. The nurky. Like I need a shower. It, no, you don't no, need not, a shower. It's all not, good. Yeah, you don't take one until after the nurky. It's. <laughs> I like exactly. to. I like to have a post nurky shower. I don't know about you guys, but I love a good, good post nurky shower. <laughs> um. Well, yeah. I mean, who doesn't like a good post nurky shower? Mm-hmm. Um. Well, welcome to Every Man's Guide to Nerddom. We are two 30 to 40-something-year-olds who talk about pretty much whatever we want. Mm-hmm. I'm Chris. I'm Kyle. And you might know us online as Guyver and Kasig. And we're here and tonight with our little nerd key. Oh, and our special guest below. Mr. Justin, welcome Mr. back. Mr. Justin. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. So, if you haven't figured it out yet, we're going to bring Justin in for the WandaVision Nerkies. I figure if we start something, we should probably finish. Yeah, that is unnerdy of, you know, the nerdy thing to do is to start something and then get interested by something else and then go and start mm-hmm. something else and then get interested by something else and then go else. So, yeah, what? Nothing, nothing worse than cutting your nerdy <laughs> short. We want a full run. Uh, um, sorry, I was looking over there. Um, Justin's exactly right. Well, so we. First, Nerky, we talked about WandaVision episodes one and two. So therefore, by order of elimination, it's episode three we're going to talk about, which I don't know about YouTube, but I. It was just it was amazing. Like this show is getting so good for me. Like, you know, first episode I really I loved but it took me a little while to get into it, to get the show flow, to try and figure out what was going on, how it looked. Yeah. Um, and how it felt. But then, you know, towards the middle, the end, like I, I really loved it. Second episode just went uphill from there. Third episode, I think has cemented it for me that how much I really love the direction this show is going. Yeah. The only thing we really had to compare it to is agents of shield, which was, I think really great the first season and then kind of tailed off after that. But if we look at a lot of <laughs> yeah, a lot of the DC um, television, there's some really good stuff out there. I'm honestly going to say that I'm liking this better than anything that I've seen DC on the CW or wherever. Uh, the the intricacies that they're putting into it, the um, the sets, the I mean everything they're putting into it, man, they are they're killing it. They're so well, and that's really hard to do too because. Um, Again, DC, Marvel has the MCU, which they've got the movie side. That with hands down, they have the movie side down. 
they introduced the Easter eggs. Um, listen to our Marvel MCU podcast. Episode one will go more into that. Um, but DC has always been the strong one in television, whether that's the VODs, whether that is, um, you know, like Justice League Dark, which is one of my favorites, or Suicide Squad, um, Escape from Arkham. Uh, or no, it was Assault on Arkham. Um, or, you know, this, like you were saying, the CW, the Flash, Arrow, the whole Arrowverse, which I guess is the CW-verse now, mm. since Arrow's gone. Um, I just love the way this direction's taking, and I'm kind of hoping that this trend continues on with Loki, and what was the other one that they were planning on doing? There's a couple, uh, Marvel What If, mm -hmm. and they're also She-Hulk, uh, what was the other one? You got She-Hulk, and then also uh, Falcon and... Um... Winter Soldier and Falcon. There you go. Yep, 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 yep. And I think that one's next, didn't it? Or is it, or is it um, Loki next? Oh, I know they're they're already started principal filming on both. Um, I'd have to look up the schedule, but I, I think it's the Winter Soldier and Falcon that's next. I think you're right, Kyle. Do you know? I I do not know, but I'm really excited about Winter Soldier because that was out of all the Cap movies, like Winter Soldier was probably my favorite. Like. Probably one of my well, it was just a movie. great storyline too. Yeah. yeah, it was I mean, so good in the comics. The Winter Soldier is a great storyline. Um, so let's just you know we've gone off track already. Let's just dive straight into WandaVision. Um, so we start off on WandaVision. Uh, hold on, I'm playing it here real quick. We start off with a recap. Because I was going to watch it again, but then, you know, during my lunch break, but, you know, then I had to work. I know, work people. Yeah. So it was a recap, basically, of episodes one and two. Um, something I did catch, though, while looking at this. Is the symbol on the back of the beekeeper, is that the sword symbol? I think it, it is. It is. Did you guys look at that? Yeah, it, it, definitely it is. is. Okay, so it is the sword symbol. And let's recap a little bit on the recap because Kyle actually figured out what the symbols were around the moon, which we yeah. hinted at that last Nurki, but we didn't know what it was. Kyle, what was it? So I went back and looked at it, and that is um, there's several posters. There. That's pretty much the arrangement of the Infinity Stones. It's the exact Which number, now so. you're all going to go back and go pause it and look at it and then mm -hmm. do a comparison. And like, like, thank oh, you, yeah. Kyle. So good job on that, Kyle. You're amazing. Thank you, That's Kyle. That's what you guys will say. Thanks, Dad. Ah. <laughs> uh. um, uh, so we had the recap. Um, just kind of went through all the black and white. And then all of a sudden we look and we're in color. Mm-hmm. So the first episodes, two episodes were 50s, early 60s, I'd say. 50s and 60s. Now we're in, yeah, now we're into the 70s. Now we're into the Brady Bunch era, like late 60s, early 70s, I'd say. Live like Technicolor. Taking different sitcoms. So it seemed like it was like, I Love Lucy, the first episode. Second episode was more Bewitched, and this one was mm -hmm. more Brady Bunch. So they're yep. taking almost yep. type of sitcom that we're very familiar with uh well at least us middle-aged not old guys are very familiar with the ones who watched it on nick at night there you go that's what, where i watched it. <laughs> that's true <laughs> um the house changed and justin is also the house yeah 
-hmm. Yeah, the house. Let's talk about that real quick. So the opening scene, Wanda's sitting on the couch in color Mm -hmm. and reading a magazine, I believe. And the vacuum is going and it is a it is the most 70s vacuum you have ever seen in your life. It's one of the old long canister ones with the super long hose and then the giant mouth like the ones that you see in the um the old movies the old television shows um that makes like, sense for the same hang out yeah weird like it's almost like accurate um or was i was i the only one that caught that okay what, what was that you said super long hose with a large mouth and it just made me giggle sorry oh i, I was <laughs> done I'm trying to limit myself to to so many pokes at Chris's comments tonight. I'm like I'm holding them in. You know what? This is our show. Poke away, gentlemen. Poke away. Just, oh, you're just making this too easy. Right. I yeah. am like a sleeve. Poke <laughs> away, gentlemen. Poke away. So about that long hose and the big mouth. Yeah. So the house changed. We have, I think that's a new couch too, if I remember right. It's a completely, like everything about the house changed. Like there's a Mm -hmm. coffee table in the middle now. I don't think there was one to begin with. I think it was. It changed in episode two also. Actually, it might, may have changed at the very end of episode one. Did it really? I think it was. I think it was a little, I don't know. I I started rewatching episode one. But yeah. So we we can see that's a trend now. The house is going to change to match the times. Uh, every time now, which so is it's awesome. slowly changing. Then um, mm-hmm. the house is now two story, mm-hmm. where we didn't have that before. And there's a staircase. It's like it's a replica of the Brady Bunch house almost. Yeah, to Com- me, complete with the fake grass in the back and the um, swing set that you can see through the door. I mean, it's they they've nailed every single bit of yeah. those details. So and then you have like um, it goes through the opening credits and it is. Very, very two things to me: Brady Bunch and Mary Tyler Moore Show. Mm-hmm. Um, visions like putting together a swing, and then all of a sudden it falls apart because like he wasn't using screws, and you know he kind of does the, ah, 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 you know, kind of mm-hmm. throws his hands up, and they're riding a tandem bike. Like, and to me that was very Mary Tyler Moore, right yeah. there. Um, Rhoda, Mary Tyler Moore, just all that stuff, which. And I loved it. And this was a super, super long opening, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it was longer than the first two openings, if I remember. The, yeah, in, you guys jump in if I'm wrong at any of this, too. The yeah, I think because they, they had it. Compl- oh. And so that theme song was different, too. Was complete theme yeah. that matched with it. So, and mm-hmm. like... You know, I Love Lucy didn't have an actual theme song. Uh, Bewitched didn't have an actual, they had a song, but not like words and all that. But yeah. everybody knows, here's a story of a man named Brady. And so right. yep. Yep. along with, they had the, the song with words and all of that, that basically explained what the episode was going to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, then, you know, after all that, you know, WandaVision, they, the typical, you know, sitcom, the couple holding each other, doing the kiss and just the big smile. Like I loved it. Very accurate. Yeah. Um, very accurate, especially of that time period. Um, then it pans out to the house and the car is a very seventies car, mm-hmm. big red car. Um, do you guys know what kind of car that was? I don't like maybe a Dodge. I didn't catch it. I just saw obvious. You know, I didn't catch, okay, seventies car. Yes. But I, didn't, I, I didn't quite catch it. I, 
I want to say that the house was a different color too. We don't the know because it was black a, and white the first two, but well, the, the house had a stone veneer on the outside this time, as opposed to uh, it's either wood siding or whatever it had before. So it was a completely new uh, facade, new house on the and outside of the house. Yeah. What so? What I caught about the house too, it was original vision colors. It was mm-hmm. green. It was yellow and white. I mean, there's. Uh, the red, I guess, could be the car, like for Vision's face, but it was very a la classic Vision costume to me. Well, and his, his um, wardrobe in the intro was was that color scheme as well. That's true. That's true. Um, and then I don't remember. You guys correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember there being a fence around the house. There's a wood fence in this around the house now. I don't remember there being a wood fence in the first two. I thought it was just a hedge. Remember, because that's where she found the the uh, drone or the helicopter. Oh yeah. Oh, I've got and it was like, now. it was all open. Yeah. I, I've got to go back and look too, but I don't remember there being a fence. So the, everything about this is different. And I think that hedge was in the front yard, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. So that's, that may be the same hedge where the uh, neighbor was cutting into the, the concrete and all of that when vision came out. Right. Um, um so, We've got, and we'll get there in about three seconds because opening scene. So, from the time period that Wanda, we found out she was pregnant last episode, there's a doctor there. And Paul Bettany has the most 70s haircut yes. for a man ever. And I think he was wearing <laughs> bell bottoms. Like, I, I think he was. I don't know. But, like, and he's wearing like the tweed jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, you know, it was very, I liked it. And then, you know, Wanda was wearing like the seventies boots, like the stuff you'd see, um, like Donna and Jackie wearing from that seventies show. She's yeah. wearing like a dress like that. Um, her hair was exactly the same. So it was great. Um, and then what was the time period that the doc, you know, um, the doctor said, Oh, wow, you're progressing along fine. And then vision pulls the doctor to the side and said, you know, is this normal? What was the time period? Do you guys remember? Three or four months, I think. I don't think it was that much. I think it was like hours yeah. or days. Oh well, it? the time. Okay, well, the time frame the doctor had said that she has she was showing like three or four months. He asked Vision asked, "Well, what about twelve um, hours?" So the time frame from when they oh, when, that's right, that's right. Yeah. So the time frame of them finding okay, out so was, it 12 was twelve hours. hours, but the time frame of her like her actual, you know. Where uh, she was progression yeah. was three three four months yeah and it, and that led to the you know the joke of how does this happen um but i think that's lending and we'll probably talk about this later but that's starting to lend to the idea that vision is not part of this vision is not um he he's wondering what's happening along with you know basically all of us too right right um, well it okay yeah, we'll, we'll probably get into that here in a bit, but I think that's really important that he asks the doctor, and he's just wondering, and he has to get corrected by, uh, by Wanda, and he's like, oh, I mean, yeah, um, something like this. How does it happen? Um, so I think that's really important to to notice every time in every episode, and it's happened in all three episodes where Vision is like, wait, something isn't right here, mm-hmm. um, and it's bringing up some of those ideas. But but yeah, keep going. We'll I'm sure we're gonna get really. Yeah, we'll get we'll get into that here in a minute because. 
I want to go more on that because that's absolutely right. Um, so the doctor's leaving. Uh, Vision's like, you know, I'll walk you out. And that's when he asks him about the time frame because he doesn't want Wanda to hear. And why is this so significant that he's outside? Because Wanda starts having contractions. Mm -hmm. And supposedly she's, you know, three to four months. Um, so <clears throat> Wanda starts having the contractions. You know, she's, she's sitting there just smiling. She's like, oh, I'm so happy. And then, oh, who? And then all of a sudden, as that's happening, you know, Vision saying bye to the doctor. The doctor leaves. And then the neighbor, what's the neighbor's name? Herb. Agnes's husband. Oh, Agnes's is Herb, husband Herb? is Ralph, Herb. but but uh, Herb, yeah. Herb is not her husband. Herb's just the, the neighbor that was with the... Oh, his. it's not? Yeah. He's just a neighbor? Okay, so Agnes is... Is Agnes on the other side, I'm guessing, then? Probably. Yeah, she's the neighbor to the right. I don't think right, we get into that right. yet. Um, Herb, or if you're British, Herb. Um, Herb. He's cutting the hedges that are next door, which the hedges weren't there to begin with. That's what was kind of weird. Yeah. But Herb is cutting into their brick wall that's dividing the houses. And, you know, he goes, hey, Vision, you know, he's smiling and he's just sitting there cutting and it's cutting with this hedge saw. Cutting this brick wall and Vision's just kind of. What the hell's happening? And he goes, you know, are you OK? And. That one of my favorite parts is when Herb just looks at him and just kind of smiles, just this blank look, and it's like, "Yeah, why?" And yeah, what's going on inside the house while this is happening? That's when. Uh, that's when well, she's the, having. Is Geraldine are at this point. No, this is pre-Geraldine. Ger no, Geraldine was later. Yeah, this is way, way before Geraldine. So Wanda's still having those contractions. Yeah. So yeah, it's the contractions and the breathing and. All of that. So her, her um, stress seemed to glitch Herb out a little bit. It's is what we're assuming because we don't assuming. know at this point. We just think something's like it is the seventies, so maybe Herb went and visited the foremans and was down in their basement and on the circular table. He went and picked up his delivery from the photo about, hut. And, yes, uh, yes, from the photo <laughs> hut. You know where I was going with that. Um, mm -hmm. And then, you know... Herb was hitting the herb a little and, bit, is what you're insinuating at. And, uh, herb was hitting the herbs. <laughs> um, they go back in, and then they're referencing fruit. For those of you who don't have kids, they reference fruit for the size of the baby. And mm -hmm. that's what they were going off of. And uh, what was he saying? Uh, something about the papaya. I can't wait to be a papaya. Doctor said we put it in fruit terms so women can understand it. So hmm. already we have that misogynist idea of you know seventies of men. But uh, but yeah, vision. I forgot about the part. He says I'm yeah. I'm happy to be the papaya or something like that. So, something yeah, something great. I chuckled at and my wife just looked at me. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we get past that first part. Next, we are sitting there. Vision is in the nursery mm -hmm. with Wanda. Wanda is eating some sort of cereal. I don't know if the cereal significant signif was significant, signified anything or not. Again, you know, we've talked about this before. Marvel doesn't leave anything to chance. Everything mm -hmm. has a point. 
So I'm trying to figure out what the cereal was. I, um, I looked. It might have been. It might have been cereal. The, I noticed um, the bowl Wanda, started off while the she's doing this, and then she got it, and I never could catch exactly what it what it was. I couldn't either. Justin, did any thoughts on that? No. Okay. So Vision's mystery reading cereal. about you know it's it's mystery cereal. Maybe it was Lucky Charms. Maybe, maybe or uh, or eye hole cereal. That would be great. <laughs> um, but Wanda's putting the crib together and you know doing it with her hex powers, with magic, and she put the bumpers in there, which you're not supposed to use bumpers anymore. But it was um, the seventies; they didn't know. It was the seventies. You don't know, but you're not supposed to use the. Um, but it's okay to for the kids to smoke when they're that young, right? It's the no, it's, that that's fine. Yeah, perfectly. Yeah, they yeah, got a certain general oh. recommends it actually. He goes, it's sexy to smoke on airplanes. <laughs> um, the, you know, they got, they put the, um, oh, what's it called? The the mobile, mobile mm -hmm. above the, and then they're talking about the baby. They're super excited about it. And then Wanda talks about just how excited it is. And she turns, it's butterflies on the mobile. Right. Is it mobile or mobile? Yes. Mobile. Mobile on the like mobile. Alabama. Okay. Like the mobile. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Um, it was butterflies. She turned the butterflies real. And I think that's just showing like the magic of pregnancy. That's what I think it signifies personally. Um, yeah. I was curious. If, yeah. I actually wrote that down in my notes because I thought that, you know, since you guys know the a lot of the lore better than I do that that may have signified something that I just I didn't catch. Right. Um, and I think it's also just showing the amount of power that she has over this reality. Right. Like something inanimate she can turn into real that can fly away and can do all of that. So it's you know more of just how powerful she really is. Right. Um, so was the Braxton Hicks that part or was it this next part? either way she she lost concentration on the first part um then we get to the second part and you know they're in the kitchen and vision's eating and then yeah i think that's when she no this is the part where she has the braxton hicks and they do the you know they're doing very brady 70s cheesy but while they're doing this all of a sudden the house starts going crazy Again, Wanda's losing concentration. As she's losing concentration, I think the picture spins. Um, what else happened? Uh, did doors, cabinets open and close? Um, maybe. Do you guys neighbors, remember what else happened to this part? There was a lot that happened. Things were just the going neighbors. crazy that culminated water breaking. Right. Mm -hmm. That's right. And then, yeah, what was the neighbor's? Uh, one neighbor was reading the newspaper. I can't remember what they were saying. So I was making oh, a lot oh. of something before goes, that. She goes, do, do these earrings make me look fat? And he oh, and got completely lost. nervous and then lost power. And he goes, thank God. Mm -hmm. Something like that. So again, very 70s sitcom moment. Um, there was uh, something in that range because they, 
leading up to the contraction, did they talk about the the names for the kids before or after the contract contraction? I think it was before, wasn't it? Because he was looking at the baby name book. Uh-huh. And, and what were the wanted, names? That, mm-hmm. He he wanted, uh, or she wanted Tommy. He wanted Billy after Correct. William Shakespeare. And uh-huh. want to see if, if Justin caught the the Shakespeare quote that he said. Uh, I did, but I don't remember the exact quote. But I remember thinking, oh, that's, that's Shakespeare. Because he had it just mentioned a, Shakespeare. And I thought it was like it still leads into this whole alternate reality thing. It was the all the world's a stage, mm-hmm. and uh, crap. How's the rest of it go? All the world's a stage, and men and women, or women and men, or men and women, are nothing but the players. And I was like, which that fits this very very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Then you know they're just talking a little bit more, and that was the main part on that. Mm-hmm. And to the, me, at least. And when Vision went out to check, the power was out everywhere. So her, it, it's not just affecting their house, it's affecting every house, everybody in that neighborhood. Yeah. In that, um, Which means that this, it's not, like you're saying, what the significance to me was, is that it's this whole reality, which means it's the reality. It's, you know, before we thought it was localized to their house, because that's the only stuff that was happening. The weird stuff mm-hmm. besides where she was, but she wasn't even in these other locations. So, which brings me to one of my new theories too. Wanda's a hell of a lot more powerful than what the MCU originally gave her credit for. And I think this is what's setting her to be setting her up to be the big bad for phase four is we know she's being observed right now. Um, and I'm thinking that they're getting scared because they're figuring out how much more powerful she actually is. New theory-ish, I guess, kind of going off our old theory. Um, this leads us into our third commercial. I'll talk about my new theory about commercials too here. So you guys want to do the commercial real quick? Talk about it. Well, you've got the mom that has all the stuff going on and she has to do take care of the kids and feed and, and work and do all of that. Um, and I thought it was interesting that she stepped into a picture or a several view screens of her life uh, because that didn't seem very 70s. That seems very much in line with what's going on in this um, in the show to where it's showing her life and all of that. But she looks back at the camera and says, you know, or they say something about, uh, you know, wouldn't you like to get away? Um, and so, um, and I think that also plays into the idea of what the, the doctor says later in this about how the small towns, but we'll, we'll get back to that, I'm sure, here soon. Um, and so it's the a bubble bath, like a Calgon take me away type of mm-hmm. commercial, but it's the Hydra Soak. Um, I think that's what his name, right? Hydra Soap. Soap, I thought it was. Um, Um, So it's supposed... No, you got me double guessing. (laughs) It's supposed to, you know, relax and and, uh, do all that. Take all your mindful cares away, because that's what Hydra does. No, Uh, it's Hydra Soak, you're right. I'm sorry, what is that? that It's Hydra Soak. You were right. You're right. You're the king. Am I a good speaker? Okay. You're... You were correct. For once. Yes. 
So and the uh, the tagline was "Find the Goddess Within," which let's go on that. That could be a couple different things. That could be, you know, is Wanda God level power? Is she Omega level mutant? Because we can use the word mutant now. They bought Fox. You know, yeah. they bought the property. So is she Omega level? Is it referencing that there's a goddess in there right now? You know what I mean? What else do you guys think it means? I think it's a direct reference to Wanda. I don't think it's talking about Agnes at this point because that's still a little bit far off mm -hmm. about that. So I think it's it's a direct reference to everything that she's doing is godlike powers and controlling your own reality is godlike powers. So yeah, I think it's a direct reference to that for sure. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys caught this, but so the lady, the mom soaking in the bath and the palm bearer fanning her, that's the same two people from the first two ads. Yeah. Uh, okay. I didn't I mean, the... She's the she's the model from the first, and then the second she was the um, watch model. Okay. I knew I it was the see... same woman. I didn't catch it was the same guy. Yeah, it's the same guy, and I'm wondering if this is trying to reference what she maybe thinks is her parents, or at least the Ooh. people that raised her in Pietro. Mm -hmm. Because. They are central to all three of these commercials so far. Um, her and to find let's, the goddess within. What was the? Let's uh, talk about. Yeah, go ahead. There was the, I'm trying to think Stark, the other two. Dark industry toaster. Stark mm -hmm. industry toaster. First one. And then the the Strucker watches. Mm -hmm. And then the Hydra soap. So, I have a new theory on the commercials that I wrote down too. It hit me yesterday. Um, <clears throat> So I think that these commercials are all trauma in her life. This is like a break in her. So the episodes are her sanity. And the commercial breaks are a break in her sanity from trauma in her life. <clears throat> because I was thinking about this and I did a search and some other people think this too. Her and Quicksilver were trapped with a Stark bomb when they were younger. Mm -hmm. Missile. I think that the toaster was the blinking of the missile. Mm. Uh, what else did I put? I put the watch was um, um, because it's Strucker, Strucker watches. He's the one who tortured them and put them through experiments. Mm -hmm. I think that's their time with Strucker. He said, I could just be totally talking out my ass too, but just thinking about this. And then, you know, the Hydra, Hydra soak, it's, you know, you're, you're embedded within Hydra, you know, Strucker was Hydra. You have everything about you is taking in Hydra. Um, you're soaking in their um, teachings. Again, could be totally out there. Yeah. So you pop one bubble and three more appear yeah okay i like that i think that so, when we get the fourth commercial we'll we'll see a lot because there's a, a theme i'm catching which you know and there could be double meanings in the commercials too but I'm, if the fourth commercial represents something that could be elemental then i think that's going to be the line it's going because you have 
you know, the toaster, so you basically have fire. Then you have time in the second one. You have water in the third one. And so if you, you know, those all seem very kind of elemental type things. Um, so maybe this fourth one. I think the fourth commercial will will lead us, will at least kind of nudge us in the in the right direction of where these are going. I, I like right. I like your theories on them too, Chris. Those were those were good. So the other theory that I had on this is it's retconning Age of Ultron. So Age of Ultron told us that they got their powers from the Mind Stone. Mm-hmm. I think that they didn't get that from the Mind Stone. I think that it's telling us that Strucker and Hydra unlocked because now we can use the word mutant. Now we have mutants. Mutants, well, okay, some mutants are created, but others, you know, most mutants are born mutants. They just get their powers at age 12 or 13 <clears throat> at puberty. I think that the Mind Stone just unlocked the part of them that had their mutant abilities. That's kind of what I'm thinking. That's what I'm piecing together from these three commercials. Mm-hmm. Very well I could be. I could see them trying to pull and retcon the, the mutant idea because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, you know, it was all about the Inhumans and creating the Inhumans and, and uh, the after effect of after creating Inhumans. And so if they're, and, and Marvel was always really hesitant with Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. and um, their MCU and wanting to make sure to keep them pretty much separate, even though you would ac- occasionally have one one character maybe go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they've learned that that didn't really work. And so now they're wanting to, uh, you know, retcon, they want to make sure that the anything that's on Disney Plus is going to just seamlessly go into the MCU. So I think there's there's definitely some validity to what you're saying. They're taking the Star Wars approach to it. I didn't even think about that. They are, um, if I'm right. I don't know. That's what that's what's so fun about this right now is it's all up in the air. It's all open to speculation, mm-hmm. and I don't know. The, the, to me, this is just fun as hell trying to figure out where they're going with it and they are so good at keeping their mouth shut they're not pulling a ruffalo (laughs) um yeah um if you guys don't know what a ruffalo is justin what's a ruffalo um basically where someone opens their mouth and then sticks a really expensive foot into it because uh in some type of interview or tweet or something you'll let something slipped that really wasn't supposed to slip like the whole plot of a movie that's supposed to be super quiet like mark ruffalo did for was it avengers or was it um ragnarok i think it was ragnarok because people weren't sure or didn't know that he was going to be in it and then all of a sudden like oh yep i guess he's going to be in it yep yeah um okay so next we have we cut back to them uh vision and Scarlet Witch or Wanda are hiding under the table because do you guys remember why they were under the table? Her water broke. And it led to. It was raining inside. I was going to say like flooding, right? Yeah, it, it, it was inside flooding. It, yeah, it was inside rain. Her water broke and that was the joke. Um, I want to almost say I couldn't figure out if it was like shag carpet on the floor or if it was like bubbles, like soap on the floor. It was definitely shag. Okay, so it wasn't bubbles. Because I'm like, is that maybe bubbles like from Hydra Soak? 
my first thought was good lord that's good like one big sponge yeah <laughs> second time i watched it i was like oh yeah that's definitely shag that's gonna be one big sponge okay so it was shag and then i think um so wanda's water broke and vision's flipping out at this point which yeah is odd because Vision is the most human out of any of the Avengers, and he's the synthesoid. He's the android. But he was the culmination of Ultron, um, the Mind Stone, Tony, Bruce, and who was the other one? Well, Jarvis had to be thrown in Jarvis. There. Yep, yep, yep. Um, he's the combination of all of them. But yet he's the most human out of anyone because he understands humans better than I thought anyone else throughout the whole phase one through three. So is the, our prediction for the 80s sitcom going to be My Four Dads? <laughs> I'm waiting for the 90s. I'm, wait, I'm excited wait. for the You the can't count on me. <laughs> no, I'll probably who, uh, who's, who's the boss. Envision is just like Tony Danza. Uh, that would be actually pretty awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then that like could be Mona. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if the kids grow that quickly, they could actually be, you know, Jonathan and, and Samantha or whoever. Oh, actually, I guess it's two boys. But anyway, do you imagine yeah. when they get to the 90s and Vision is like Tim Taylor? So we just. just... <laughs> so if you just heard two boys forget that because uh we're getting there <laughs> I mean, you know if, you, if you're listening to this you've watched the episode so if you're being spoiled at this point then yeah get out yeah the, the uh <laughs> the water break scene there was something that caught my eye on this and it could again it could be totally insignificant so she dried the house right she opened the, the windows and everything but she struck a pose whenever she went to dry the house and I mean it was a very her arms back. Yeah, she was she was full on creed, you know, arms wide open. This out well, sprayed Rose it from was, Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I imagine my Scarlet Witch is Scott Stapp. I don't know what your <laughs> My Scarlet Witch is Elizabeth Olsen. You can have Scott Stapp. <laughs> Um, no, I I've, think she's just a hell of a lot better looking, and you know, I've seen Scotty Scott Stapp live. I don't ever want to see that again. So, to be fair, you took his towel. Um, huh. it's just a, he still has his towel. He sleeps with it. There's a vision. <laughs> that's a vision I can't get out of my head. Sweaty Scott. Stapp. Anyway, but yeah, she Does was like, to. maybe not. But yeah, she she struck very in like. I don't know that that pose just stuck with me for some reason. What's the significance? What's the significance of it? I mean, it could you could look at it. You know, it's a very heroic. You know, even though it's a a minor event for her saving the day, but you also see that's just like that typical villain. You know, wahahaha pose where the yeah. arms are out. Yeah. But a lot of times the heroes in movies will take the Christ pose, so mm -hmm. arms. Legs together, arms out, head back. And that Christ, yeah. you know, think of, shoot, uh, like Platoon, at the very end of Platoon when uh, William Defoe is, is, you know, there, he's down in, on his yes. pose. There's so many of those Christ poses that come out throughout as far mm -hmm. as iconic, um, you know, just pictures of something that's going on. So, I, yeah, I can definitely see that. 
Do you guys remember right. what Vision was doing as she was doing that? Yes, and this is what struck me as odd. He was getting blown away by the wind and just going back, which... Mm -hmm. Okay, go on with that, Justin. What are you thinking? Then I'll tell you what I was thinking. Well, I was thinking that it's showing that she is you know, controlling this. If it was the real wind and power, mm -hmm. that it would affect her as well. But she literally just stood there in that Christ pose and vision was having a hard time standing and, and getting blown back mm -hmm. and so he's being caught up in all of this reality uh just like everyone else and she is you know just there and, and not affected at all well and here's what struck me vision is nigh and vulnerable and can face mm -hmm. that's why i don't understand that that to me shows how strong wanda's getting she's able to he took a punch from ant-man when he was giant man vision um lifted thor's hammer i can never pronounce it is it mjornor meow 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 all right what's meow going meow. on meow meow near yes. yeah that's what meow i near. that's what i said that's what i said what's going meow on meow. gets bigger you'll be able to say it right i'll be a big boy <laughs> mjornor he picked up Mjornir and you, you know, granted you have to be worthy of it. But if you remember Thor, when he was fighting Thanos in Endgame, used Mjornir as a leverage to weigh down Thanos's, uh, whatever, a cleaver, you know, that sliced the vibranium like it was butter but he was using it to weigh it down and Thanos was beating everyone with one arm basically. So if that just tells you anything. That's how strong vision is. And that's mm -hmm. why I was just kind of shocked that he was being blown away. I didn't know if that was for comedic effect, but I think that's Marvel telling us Wanda's getting stronger. Yeah. I think, I think everything has even just a small semblance of purpose. Been, like nothing's just there to be there i don't think right there are very few things so then wanda's wanda's water breaks vision calls the doctor and he bolts out of that house at super speed mm -hmm. what did, what happened next do you guys remember uh that's uh did she go into labor before no the stork no no not yet it wasn't the stork yet who showed up at the door? This is where Geraldine comes in. Geraldine comes in. I thought she Let's saw talk the about stork Geraldine. first. Uh, no, she saw the stork with Geraldine there. I thought. Okay. She heard the stork and was going towards the baby's room. And because there was lights. There was lights too. Yeah. And that's Geraldine knocked or rang the doorbell and she went over there. And Wanda put on a um, some sort of overcoat, like a peacoat. And um, Geraldine came in. Let's talk about Geraldine for a minute. It's been confirmed. Who do you, before I say who it's been confirmed by, who do you guys think Geraldine is? Well, I, I know. Who, I, yeah, yeah, I read. I know who, yeah. Okay, yeah. You, go ahead then. So it's so, the daughter of Carol Danvers' best friend that we saw in um, Captain Marvel and who's right. going to have a pretty prominent role in Captain Marvel too. Oh, did they say that already? Um, I didn't read that part, so bravo, sir. Um, 
but yeah, she is um, the daughter of Captain Marvel's best friend, which I think is really, really cool that they're bringing that in. Mm-hmm. Um, so Geraldine comes in. What happens after that? She Geraldine came in to borrow a bucket, a bucket because it was all the bu- pipes in her ceiling burst right when the water broke. And so I don't know about you guys, but Geraldine was dressed very, very classic Misty Knight mm. from Heroes for Hire. Was it Heroes for Hire? Yeah, they, they were Heroes for Hire. Yeah, she's just very, very classic with the afro and just the way she was dressed. I think she was very Misty Knight. And she called the the coat Foxy. Yep, yep. So definitely. And then, go. and then Wanda's trying to hide her, you know, nine months pregnant belly within like 18 hours Mm. um so she goes into the kitchen to go get the bucket and i believe she sneezed i think it was actions so a contraction hit and it oh yeah yeah yeah. contraction hit and it changed her coat into a rain jacket Mm -hmm. a yellow rain jacket it went from like a green coat or blue coat to a yellow rain jacket which means she lost concentration again she loses concentration reality warps mm-hmm. so um she's trying to get geraldine out of there she gets the bucket and she's trying to usher her out and then geraldine goes you know she's leaving and she's like oh hey and she goes and sits down on the couch uh, i don't remember what did they start talking about i don't remember she was impressing or talking about uh, a dude at work her boss and you know, basically like an ad agency type of thing. And she came up with a slogan and um, ended up getting a promotion thanks to that. Yep. For her boss, I, Mr. Haddix. And I, and I thought I'm, it was odd that, like, you know, because it leads into her necklace shortly thereafter that she got the promotion and now she's showing, you know, insignia possibly of sword. I think that kind of ties in. Yeah, I do too. Well, and I'm wondering if Haddix plays a role in this, if that's like her boss in Sword. Because, again, everything plays a part. And I failed to mention, Wanda, in order to hide her belly, held a bowl of fruit in front of her belly. And Misty goes, oh, an apple, thanks. Um, And I don't know if that's in reference to the baby size again. I mean, it wouldn't be an apple at this point, but you know what I mean? It could have been the way, you know, in TV shows when, like, a, uh, an actress is, like, pregnant in real life but not pregnant in the show, they always have these, like, weird ways of hiding the belly and, you know, with the coats and with the bowls and holding things in front where, you know, shots from, you know, yeah. chest up and stuff. So I think that was, like, a little nod to, to that. I agree. Um, and then, while well, they're sitting down talking. Wanda sits down. They're just chit-chatting. And then, all of a sudden, that damn stork appears. Wanda tries to hex the stork away. Red poofs every time. But the stork doesn't disappear. Which solidifies Wanda's powers work on everything but living things that we, that we know of right now. That's my theory. So do we know the stork was a living thing? Um, I mean, it was walking across and flapping its wings. So no, but I'm assuming it was. 
because I'm I, I I looked and to see if I could find anything, any theories or anything on the storks or on the stork. And I was finding very little. And I'm wondering, you know, how would a stork because a stork is not necessarily a bird that you just look out your window and you see. Mm-hmm. And so to have a stork specifically show up whenever she's about to have a baby, that makes me think it's something that she created. Uh, either consciously or unconsciously it's not necessarily something that's real that's there but i could easily be convinced otherwise but it just seemed too convenient to everything that was going on in the story for it to be actually real right there because i I don't recall uh, oh go ahead all right so i tried to uh, do the same thing and restore research the restore it i tried to restore it Research the stork significance in the Marvel universe. I ended up down a really weird rabbit hole about a. Uh, I guess there's a line of comics called What the, the Marvel Mag of Mirth and Mayhem. Yeah. And the only reference I could find to storks in anywhere in the Marvel universe was Tony Stork, who, who would was? change in, who was uh, the uh, what was he the Iron Man not Iron Man, Iron Man Ironed. Yeah, who was, was on the uh, team with? I love this. Uh, Let's see, he was on the team with, well, they weren't the Avengers, they were the Offengers, led by Chaplin America and also Captain Marvin. And so that's where part of my that's research time went. Yeah, that was well, and time well spent. I, tr- <laughs> I tried to remember if there was like any sort of pictures in the nursery of a stork, and I don't, I think the walls were just like typical, like lined, terrible, gross 70s wallpaper. Amen. Whenever they both went into the room um, and Geraldine said, what is that? And she's like, oh, it's a stork. The stork, there was actually one drawn on the wall and it like stood right where that stork was. And it looked like it was holding a baby, you know, in a, a carry or, a, you know, a knapsack or something. Right. Like you do. Yeah. So there was one mm-hmm. on the wall. And then whenever it blended in, it just stood right where that stork was. Again, not something a real stork would do. Uh, so it makes me it really think that it's not something that's real, but it's something that she's. But then I cannot explain why she couldn't make it disappear either. Uh, you know, if that's her sub- consciousness and subconsciousness fighting each other, um, you know, I think there's a lot we can read into that. But. Uh, but yeah, it definitely was on the wall uh, when they Geraldine and Wanda walked in. Right. Um, so they walked into the baby's room, see that, and then Wanda drops the fruit bowl at that point, I believe, and starts having contractions. And Geraldine's just looking at her, going, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. Um, and it's about that time that Vision gets to the doctor's house, and the doctor's wearing like you know uh, the white sunscreen on his nose and the big fisherman's hat and he's under the hood of his cadillac trying to get it to work and vision's like come on we gotta go and he puts him on his back and runs with him and the wife gets out and i think that part was just comic relief mm-hmm. personally yeah and i think the whenever she first started having contractions the phones went out and that's why he had to run over there electricity went out so that's I, right that's, that's right to you know, almost like an EMP, you know, it just kind of sent the shockwave mm-hmm. the entire. So even a car, whenever the doctor was supposed to leave, even the car stopped working. Yeah. That explained the car. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, so at this point, um, Geraldine puts Wanda down on the ground with a pillow. They're behind the couch. So you can't see anything, of course. 
and she's she puts her down she looks between her legs says you know it's the baby's ready so you need to start pushing and this is the first time we see weakness in wanda like a serious mental breakdown in wanda because we've seen hints at it the first two episodes but this is the full first breakdown that she has like i can't i can't i can't do this i can't do this anymore i don't know if she was talking about the baby i don't think she was i i think she might have been talking about i can't keep this reality up right now because it hurts you know mm. i mean that could be it i again could it, be off base it was with really it, it was really similar to episode one with the choking scene um, stop I it, thought, the stop it. The stop it, the stop it. I can't, I can't. Um, I'm trying to remember what happened in episode two that was along those lines with those that little break, but I, did, I don't remember what it was. And so I'm sure all those will tie in to her, her little um, altered reality breaking moments of struggling to try to keep it up. Right. Um the baby comes out, healthy baby boy. Geraldine hands it to Wanda, and first child I've ever heard not cry. <laughs> that was a and big baby, too. Liver- that was a big baby. That, was, that baby was huge. Baby so was- <laughs> can I um, yeah. point something out? So whenever she was about to uh, have the baby, the pictures were spinning. Everything was going crazy. That's and- right. The vacuum cleaner was going yeah, Geraldine didn't freak out. She just said something like, I'm sure there's a logical explanation and just kept kept going about. Oh, I, that's right. I was, <laughs> if somebody, actually, if I was just anywhere near a childbirth, I would probably be freaking out. But yeah. um, if I saw pictures spinning, I saw all this going on, my first thought wouldn't be like, oh, I'm sure there's a logical explanation and keep on going with life. So that makes me think that Geraldine really knew who this was and what was going on and like I it was normal is a um a preview a prelude to what was about to happen um towards the end of the episode so yeah, shit starts going wild like that i mean it's like i need an old priest and a young priest or <laughs> like the power of christ compels you mm. yes x-men <laughs> um <laughs> um so she hands him the baby. Vision arrives with the doctor on his back. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's how they did things in the 70s. I don't know. Older people than us. Is that how they had babies? I don't know. Mm. Older listeners weigh in. Let us know if you were there Let for us know. 70s childbirth. There are some, according to our statistics, we have a couple that are um, in the age group above ours. Nice. Follow us in. Let us, in, let us know. Um, so Vision is just thrilled, and it's a boy. So what do they name it? Tommy. Tommy. Well, uh, he capitulates and says, "You know, this is Tommy." In a typical sitcom fashion, there's an argument between about the names. Well, the wife, and so the the husband gives in and lets the wife have, and everyone's like, "Oh, oh right, yeah." And well, and okay, it's very important to note too. Vision was in his human guys, mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. said, "Let him see the real you." So he changed into synthesoid Vision, and you know, just instantly in love, which is odd because 
can Vision feel love? We found out during Endgame, yes, he can. But this shows that he has the paternal instinct too. Yeah. Which means, is this the Mind Stone? Is this Wanda? You know, something's going on here. Um, and the doctor is still there, by the way. And all of a sudden, Wanda starts screaming again. She's still laying on the ground. She starts screaming again. And <laughs> I love that pops. scene. Yeah. Um, Good. And Vision's <laughs> just like, what? And out pops another baby boy. Mm-hmm. So, and, and as it was coming out, she said something about Billy. Um, and so it makes you wonder if she created the second one because they couldn't decide on one. The names. Name. Yep. Two, one for each. Ah. So in the comic book lore, they did have twins. Mm. Um, and I'm trying to decide whether to get down this rabbit hole right now or wait until we get to the fucked up episodes because we know they're coming. Yeah. Well, I think um, you can because um, Wiccan I knew of the the other I didn't. Right. Uh, so the twins become some. Well, and, and, and there's something else on the twins, too that leads into more of a sinister to undertone with them too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned, so we might as well just go into it real quick in the comics. The twins are part of Mephesto's soul that he broke off. Mephesto being the devil. Who's one of the ultimate big bads in the comics. Mm-hmm. Wanda has a connection to him just because she's so powerful. Are these part of Mephesto's soul? Is she in hell? Is she trapped in an alternate dimension? The twins grow up to be part of the Young Avengers. One's Wiccan, who has reality-altering powers like his mother, which you don't know that this is that they're because they were separated, different parents, and then the other was a speedster. Uh, what was his name? Speed. It was Speed. Easy. Very clever. <laughs> right. Mm. He was just like his uncle, which is very odd. Or very on point that they're twins, just like Pietro and Wanda. One had hex powers, magic powers. One was a speedster. That's backstory into this, if that's the way that they're going to go. The doctor's there. um, He's like, you know, very healthy kids. And then Vision goes out with the doctor, and they're talking. What I don't remember any of this part of the scene, because I just remember them walking up, but I don't remember what they were talking about. Do you guys remember what they were talking about towards then? Because it made Vision think about something. Well, he... I'll go ahead, just... Well, it, I think this is where the... Um, um, where he mentions about going to back to Bermuda, or now he can go off to Bermuda, and this is where the doctor said something about how uh, small towns are really hard to leave. Um, right, and so right. I think that's referring to like he knows he can't leave. Um, and I, I think that's kind of a nod to that. I think he even uses the word escape, maybe. I think this or, is, small towns are hard to, you never really escape or you can't. It's something, this escape is sticking in my mind now, but I think he brought that up. Right. Or if you're French, it's escape. Mm-hmm. No escape. No escape. So they're out there and Vision's just, that makes vision think and he is just sitting here going 
something's not right. You can see it in his face. <clears throat> he looks over and there's Agnes and Herb over at the wall. And I believe they're repairing the wall, like putting plaster in it. And something wasn't right. Um, I'll let you guys take this part. Um, I picked up on it um, mostly because like, it was very, 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 very quiet. Like they were whispering to each other. Um, luckily I'm like half deaf and I have to have closed captioning on. So I know what the hell's going on. <laughs> so like you could read, they were talking about, you know, like, did she go in there? Where was she? Did she go in? And there's Geraldine. Yeah. And well, that was, uh, and Herb talking. And then mm-hmm. vision picks up on, gets closer and they kind of, you know, stop like, Oh, you know, he's here. Um, and they try to play it off a little bit and they, they start to like, it's like Herb wants to tell him like Herb knows Herb knows. And he wants, he really wants to tell vision and he can't. And Agnes kind of deflects and goes to her, you know, comic relief sitcom side and talks about, I think knitting or something like that and going to make. He almost tells him and Agnes is like, stop or no, or something. She stops him. Literally just stops him in the speech and like looks at him and says, uh, shoot, something about how you can't do this. Or um, it seems like Herb was really wanting to just let him know. Yeah. So it's important to note that this actually happens a little bit later because this is the beginning where they're, they're, they're just kind of smiling at him. And then it pans into Wanda and Geraldine. Um, and why I'm saying that this is so important is because it's a scene where Wanda and Geraldine are talking. And then she's talking about Geraldine mentions the twins and Wanda starts. This is the first time we hear Wanda mention Pietro, her yes. twin brother. She's like, I was a twin. She's a twin. And she's talking about Pietro. And then all of a sudden you see Geraldine stop. And she just looks, or Wanda starts crying, I believe. And Geraldine, this makes Geraldine stop. And Geraldine's just looking. And then all of a sudden she stops and she goes, I don't remember if she called him Quicksilver. No, no, no. She said, um, your brother was killed by Ultron. Mm. And then Wanda just pauses and then looks over and goes, what did you say? And then from there, that's when we pan back to outside. Mm-hmm. And that's um, why yeah, yeah, it's that scary look. Like you don't want to fuck with her type of look. Exactly. And that's when it went for, and, and Geraldine just helped her have a baby. I mean, and, and she was said, you know, I'm, I've got a debt of gratitude to you. You know, they're friends. Mm-hmm. He turned like that quickly to from, Hey, we're besties to, you know, that look and mm-hmm. no, it's like, it's like Regina George. <laughs> I think uh, Thanos is the only other one that had seen that look. Um, and he's one that killed, um, you know, Vision. Her, her husband. Yeah. So, Oh, I didn't even think about that. You're right. Um, because that was a scary look she gave and why this is important. This broke Wanda's concentration again. Mm-hmm. This fractured her concentration. What I loved about this next scene where Vision's outside talking to Agnes and Herb again. You get a good look at the brooch Agnes is wearing because it's in the middle of her shirt. Mm. 
other times it's been off to the side and stuff been kind of a bit character this confirms agnes is agatha harkness that's agatha harkness's brooch okay it's been in all three episodes so far go look at it you'll see it okay so now this is the part you guys were talking about where herb is like you know she they start talking about geraldine they're like she's weird she's new to town she doesn't have a home like what do you mean it's like no she doesn't have a home here mm-hmm. you know they're trying to say you don't she doesn't belong here with us that's what i think so and that did you see what the town slogan was on the the welcome sign to west westville westview westview it's um um home is where you make it and so mm. um for so for her to automatically say or at, not automatically but at the end say you know she has no family she has no this and and vision's like you know there's a lot of people that don't have family there's a lot of, and she said you know she doesn't have a home and i think that's referencing that idea of you know home is where you make it she doesn't have a home she doesn't belong here i think that pieces that together I like that because I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that makes complete sense. Um, This is when Agnes just starts berating Herb. No, you've got to shut the hell up right now. Um, And then you go, you pan back inside and Wanda's just got this look on her face and she's talking about it. And, you know, what did you say? And Geraldine's like, nothing. I didn't say what, you know, I'll like the programming kick back in again, whatever it is, the mind stone, whatever it is, kick back in. And I believe Geraldine, did she sit down from there or that's when Wanda mm-hmm. noticed her necklace, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, You know, late sixties, early seventies, you know, those big necklaces that they used to wear, like the peace signs. That's what I thought it was at first. But then it panned in, and it's the sword symbol that we saw in the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. Wanda questions Geraldine, what is that? Geraldine replies, basically, it's just, a, just a necklace. And did it seem to you guys that she was trying to hide it at that point? Yeah. I can't remember. Did she, was she, she was she trying was to put her of, hand over it. You know, trying to cover it up, tuck it back in, something, something and, different with and it. I, Right. And I can't remember if that was um, at that point. If if she was fighting against the programming or if the programming was taking again. But then all of a sudden you cut back out to um, Vision and Herb because Agnes had left by that point. And he said something like, are you good? And Herb's like, yeah, I'm good. And he kind of just wandered back in. But there was a pained look on his face, even though he'd had this smile. You could see it in his eyes. Yeah. He wanted to say something. Vision wanders back in again. And there's Wanda. She's facing the camera. I'm assuming she's looking at the twins. But she has this shitty, evil grin on her face. That's what I took from this scene. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like super villain grin yeah she flipped her witch switch yes and then she did this visions like where's geraldine and wanda does this slow look up with this the smile disappears from her face 
And what did she say? She had to leave or she went home. What'd she say? Did she say she went home? Yeah, she had to she had to leave home or leave her home or home all of a sudden. Which then all of a sudden you see two plus two click together on Vision's face. Mm-hmm. I was just told she doesn't have a home here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is getting Vision a lot more suspicious. Um, after that, it pans out to the outskirts of the town. Um, welcome to the Westview where you said home is where you make it. And then the population. Um, and then mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys caught it. I don't know if this is what I thought it was, but there was like an air force symbol down there on one of the like signs below, like the, the gas. Um, it, it was, uh, it was like, uh, it was almost like wheat. Cause I paused it and like, I got my ass like right up against the TV uh, <laughs> and like, I'm trying to make it out, you know? And even like it was, it was blurry. Cause I, th- I thought there was a, a sword symbol on the, you know, along the bottom. Um, I was trying to make anything out from it that I could not, it was just, I couldn't get the resolution. Well, I'm trying to figure out if one of those was the infinity stone symbol. Cause I think it was like the second from the left on top. It was this weird symbol that I couldn't figure out what it was. Um, but one of them looked like to me, there was an air force symbol, which signifies that the military or some organizations watching her. Because why would it, they have, you know, military in this small, super small town? Well, and you also have all those big stadium lights that are surrounding it and some type of yep. force field or something. It was blurry, right? My, um, my waffling from the last Nurki of going back and forth between if it's Wanda doing it or if it's someone doing it to Wanda, um, you know, it's like, oh, crap. I was kind of right in both uh, because... She's creating her reality, but there's also someone, an entity or a group that is actually keeping her in some type of containment field. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's that was and I've, I've learned now after three episodes, uh, three fourths of the episode. Yay, this is fun. But then like yeah. the real shit happens like <laughs> right yeah. last four. 10 seconds. <laughs> You're like, oh, so episode four, I'm just going to fast forward all the way to the last 10 seconds. <laughs> beginning again so uh, i'm and i'm gonna rewind here a little bit all i'm seeing is kyle pushing his face up against the screen like with his nose to the tv i was like like he was trying to watch channel 99 when he was younger yeah you turn the sharpness you know all what the I'm way down and you, you turn the knob where it almost clicks the rest of the way over i've heard i don't know but you know yeah. what i'm talking about it was blurry and you're like that's a boob so that's mm-hmm. definitely a boob clicking the knob quite a bit yep he was <laughs> clicking the knob Click, 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 click. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's Kyle. Um, yeah. And then all of a sudden, flying in the sky, forcefully exiting that force field. Might I add, if you remember the color, she was covered in red, mm-hmm. which is the same color that the stork was when Wanda was trying to get rid of her. No, the stork flying into this field is Geraldine who hits the ground not gracefully it wasn't on pillows it was the ground mm-hmm. all of a sudden tons of these SUVs unmarked SUVs black SUVs pull up like almost instantaneous the minute she hit the ground and out pops these 
soldiers with their guns drawn. Like, I don't know if this is sword. I don't know if this is shield. Sword and shield, I don't, in the comics, I don't believe knew each other existed except for at the highest level. Um, and it could be, there could be a lot that it, it could be. Yeah. Well, and it's important mm -hmm. to note too, sword actually name changed in the TV show from the comic. Mm. So that, that plays a big deal too. I don't know if that's just for TV or what, or for the MCU, but you know, do they know about Geraldine who she is? Were they expecting someone else? Were they not, you know, uh, that shows to me they were on high alert for anything that happens in that town. So do you think going back to your theory about the stork, do you think this confirms your theory or uh, disproves it that the idea that the stork is real because Geraldine is definitely real and she's definitely real out of this reality, out of this environment, but yet she had no control over the stork. Um, so what do you think about, what do you think about the stork in that sense? I don't know. Can't I really don't know. So I'm, I'm really wanting guidance. <laughs> no, I do too. It's, it's, I don't know on that because I'm trying to figure it. Geraldine's real. We know the stork wasn't real or was it? And does she not have control over real stuff or is it the not real stuff that she doesn't have control over? I think again, I think she's got some sort of connection to the mind stone. The reason I have, this is what I was telling Kyle early. I texted him this weekend about it. I had, I couldn't sleep. Um, and I started at 11 o'clock Saturday night. Um, mm -hmm. uh, he texts me when he can't sleep. It's cool. It, it's cool. And you were awake streaming anyway, so shut your face. Shut your no. beautiful face. Um, I started uh, Infinity War and Endgame. And I finished both. A part I caught, and yeah, that's how much I couldn't sleep. Um, what I caught in that was the reason they wanted Wanda to destroy the Infinity Stone. They said her powers are on the same molecular level, the same atomic level as the Infinity Stones. That's why she can manipulate it. That's why she could destroy it. Because her powers were given to her by the Infinity Stone. Except now they're, I think they're retconning it to where she's always, already, always had these powers. The Infinity Stone just awakened it. I got you. So that means she's just a mutant through and through and she's just this omega level threat so that's how i think they're gonna bring the stones back is wanda's gonna recreate them because she can mm. i think that's how the infinity stones are gonna come back into play i like that um and then, of course, the episode ends again with the TV, the police stand by. And then we get the beautiful, you know, LEDs and stuff. Um, I'm trying to do you guys have any theories on those LEDs? Because, you know, they look they look like they look like the. Um, like the uh, house and it's like different. It keeps morphing into different scenes from. Right, right. Like yeah. Wanda's helmet, Vision's helmet, the classic helmets. Mm -hmm. if you and then that one piece falls that shatters well, the everything. The, the way they break up, I was looking at uh, covers um, of the House of M series. 
and there is one of her that's kind of pixelated looking like how the you know how it ends and you had the blocks of things breaking out the uh towards the end credits um that's how one of those covers look very similar to that i'm trying mm -hmm. to find it again and while you're doing all, that all, I, I all i'm getting is house of pain house of covers, <laughs> so that's great jump around <laughs> yeah so um, there's our there's our mystery tie-in I'll find it and I'll um, send it to you guys. We'll share it somewhere. So I got to retract an earlier thing from last Nerky. I was thinking about... So House of M is not the No More Mutants. That was Decimation I was thinking about. House of M is where Wanda remade reality to where mutants were the dominant planet on the, the, the um, planet. So that's why I'm excited about House of M because it could be... It yeah. could be... This could be the start of all the mutants in the Marvel universe. Like if, if she does, you know, makes this reality, all of a sudden we're going to see all these mutants. Like I'm hoping to see Wolverine. We know we're going to see Deadpool. Mm -hmm. That's been confirmed, which is going to be a rated R movie. Thank you, Disney. Mm -hmm. Never thought I'd see that. Um, so again, retracting my statement, clarifying this, I'm retconning it. So did she have twins specifically in house of M or uh it was way way before that i was gonna say it seems like it was way before that but uh, i trying I think she had kids in house which, of M. which path they're going down and it seemed like house of M makes much more sense mm -hmm. um, because you can't get rid of all the mutants if there's no mutants right so it definitely makes more sense but i was trying to remember if she actually had the twins in that actual storyline or if it was before. I think she I think she has twins in that storyline, but she had the twins in the 80s. Oh. Um what makes me really, really excited about if it they're going down the house of empath, this means that Pietro will be back. Could be Evan Peters, like we discussed last episode, and we're gonna meet Magneto, their father. Because he was in charge of that reality, basically. Because mm -hmm. um, that was always his goal. And therefore, we're going to meet Professor Xavier. We're going to meet Wolverine. We're going to meet the X-Men. I think that this, is, this could be... I think they had a plan for Phase 4, but then when they bought Fox, they're, they got really excited and said, hey, here's what we can do now. So I... I think that's where it could be going. I hope that's where it's going. Makes total sense. Mm -hmm. So, um, okay. So that's the end of number three. I know we said we're going to make these nerky short, but it's so much fucking fun to talk well, about this. Well, there was one, one thing that I wanted to get out there that I shared with you guys before we got on. Uh, so it's, and Justin brought up the sign. And I may have been completely wrong because now I need to go back and relook at the sign because I'm getting conflicting numbers. He brought up the population on the sign. Mm -hmm. And um, I saw, I read it, some are reading it as uh, 3,802. I read it as 3,902. And so I'm mean, trying to do my research. You know, I'm like, okay, we'll just, we'll just, you know, do an internet search for Marvel 3892, which came up to, um, the only thing that came out of that was a link to marvel.com to an episode of uncanny x-men which was 
and it was uh, X-Men number 470. Like, okay, we're going to keep going down this rabbit hole a little bit more. I looked up to see what uh, X-Men 470 was about. Um, the actual, I guess the, the working title for that, that issue, uh, sorry, that issue 470 was Gal on the Run, um, Wandering Star. I was like, Wandering? Wanda? Maybe. Maybe we're reaching a little bit. Um, and it looks like it, I think it happened, I'm not sure if that happened after House of M, but it talks about M Day in that issue. And so I don't think you're reaching, Kyle, because mm-hmm. everything's open. Yeah. Well, and there's not very many. There's other uh, issues of other comics that you can find on that Marvel website, and not all of them have that four-digit number in in the web address. There's a few, but not many, and there's nothing directly following that. But what really caught me in going along the lines of thought that we've had with this is the opening panels of that issue is Wolverine and I believe he's talking with with Storm and there's um, three panels that really stuck out to me which says and they're they're visiting a, a, a town where a mutant was the soul protector and the mutant was, was killed um, and she says mutants are no longer to be respected or feared only slaughtered he asks you figure to teach them different she says no I mean to kill them which shot through me the vibes of what you guys have talked about um yeah with what uh wanda what scarlet witch ends up going through so i don't know we get it out there I like that the could theory. be that could be something or i could have read the sign totally wrong and it was uh population just the population of, yeah it was just the population of like 3902 and i was just wrong but, again no one knows where the hell the show's going so anything is open game i mean if you all have theories, join our Discord chat. Yes. Post post them I out there hear. under the shirt. Um, put it, Kyle. Can you make a Nurky? Um, yeah. Sub on there. Um, yeah. We'll make it for Nurkies, and then you know we'll for what do you guys think? We're trying to get these Nurkies out for before every new episode, so that way you guys have some stuff to digest mm. and listen to before the new episodes come out because. It, I think it's kind of fun yeah. to discuss this. And the problem is we're going to have four episodes left after this next one. So we're going to have to find a new Nurky. So they better come out with the new show like quickly mm-hmm. or else we're just going to have to pick stuff to do Nurkies on because these are fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, one division Nurkies. Yeah. Yep. But just because it's fun. The um, to add to you, you were talking about Kyle, the going in and looking at the, um, you know, different comics, different covers, and things like that. There was one scene uh, towards the beginning of episode three where something happens and they took like this defensive stance. Um, and I thought, man, that's like really weird that they would be like this defensive stance. It well, was I, the, the contractions. And I don't know if you can yep. see. Yep. Yep. But uh, it's Wanda, or it's uh, the Vision and the Scarlet Witch, number one. Um, and the stance that they're taking where they're, you know, posed and, and looking around after the contra- contraction started, mm-hmm. um, is the exact stance that's on the, the vision and Scarlet vision number one. So like you've mentioned several times, Marvel just doesn't do anything 
by happenstance. I mean, even something like a small stance, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, well, that's a callback to this. And this is also a callback to that. Yeah. I'm uh, glad you found that because I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it was it was something that was weird enough that I thought, um, you know, trying to, to research and Google and like Scarlet Witch and Vision stances? No, no, no. Scarlet Witch, you know, going through and trying to find that. Um, so that's why, you know, whenever you talk about like the cereal, if anyone listening is like, dude, it's just the cereal. What are you talking about? That's the great thing about this is that it seems like everything could represent. And then whenever you do stumble upon something, you're like, oh my God, it is something. And that's what's so fun about this. Uh, the last time I remember feeling this way about a show was Lost. Whenever I would watch something and be like, what does that mean? It could mean this. And then you figure out, oh my God, it does mean this. And so that, yeah, that's half the fun of, of doing this for sure. We'll so uh, it, show you guys this really quick so we don't have to do the uh, you know, cheat and just do the picture. The issue cover I was talking about. So if you guys are listening, you're going to have to go out to the, to the YouTubes and find this. Um, so we talked about the end credits and how it's <clears throat> the look of it. And so you have House of M, uh, 2005, number one, Joke Side of Variant cover. And I don't know if my green screen is going to break it. But Turn you off your green of, screen. Yeah. Uh, now you guys are going to see everything behind me. That's cool, though. Dude. Blow up dolls. Mm-hmm. All those that we have. Let's see. Background filters. Let me turn those off. Oh, I turned the filter off. Virtual, virtual background off. The goat he he's, has back there because he's got no dukes. He's got no he's got no dukes. I think it's the the light of it is really going to throw it off. Ah, what's the what's the what's the cover number? So they can look it up. It's uh, House of M two thousand five number one Joe Casada variant cover, and I may have butchered how you say his <clears throat> last name. Yeah, that's good enough. But um, definitely worth looking up. If the, if that's You're not, not on TV anymore. Something. Yeah. Um. So with that, um, let's briefly talk about episode four. Um, it has been confirmed already that by Elizabeth Olsen, because they got all the scripts beforehand. She basically said in so many words, episode four will is fucked. Hmm. It's where everything starts just going downhill from there. It's so we've been going on this uphill climb, and then all of a sudden we kind of plateaued there for like three seconds. And then it's not even like a gradual, like a nice ride. I mean, from the interview I read with her, it just goes, it's a it's a plummet off a cliff. Cool. I'm ready for that. So I'm ready for that too. So it's the remaining five episodes should be just mind-blowing at this point so i'm excited to see where this is gonna go and i hope that's where the tone is where phase four is gonna go because one thing i've always loved about dc is that it is darker it is Mm -hmm. a little bit more gritty and you know marvel has always been a little bit more you know family friendly uh so if i would especially if it's on disney plus and it goes downhill oof, that means for the mcu Man, the sky's the limit for how dark they can get there. So that I'm excited for it. I I agree. I totally agree. Because I don't think I don't know if Loki's gonna be happy go lucky. Loki's, you know, he's the god of mischief. So I think if if it's getting dark here, I'm wondering how the other two are gonna be. 
Mm. I don't know. So with that, if you guys have any comments, questions, um, go to the Discord, put it in there. Um, this Nurky lasted a lot longer than it should have, but we're hitting about an again, hour and a half. Damn it, it's still fun. It is so it is. God, we did two episodes in 50 minutes, and this one was an hour and a half, but we literally dissected this one because I think even though there weren't as many Easter eggs, I think there was a lot more to this show, this episode than the first yeah. two. Yeah. And in, and if this is where it starts to jump off the cliff <clears throat> to have all that information to know and understand what it means when it goes off the cliff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I agree. I think it's important. So um Stay tuned for next week. We will post about talk about episode four. Mm -hmm. um, Justin, thank you for joining us again. Um, Pleasure is always. If you're, have you here? If you're lucky, we'll have you back. Um, he'll be back next week. He'll be, he'll back. be back for the other five. You'll get lucky. Uh, uh, I'm not lucky. <laughs> um, so with that, um, thank you for listening to the Nurky. Um, with that, I'm Chris. I'm Kyle. And we will talk to you later. Have a great one, guys. Nerdcore, rise up. It could get elevated. Nerdcore, rise up. It could get elevated.